intro um, music intro music yeah hi hi guys yeah so you had you're having some uh hi yeah welcome to the show yay hi mike hi uh, mitch and whatever so you're you guys are having some weather out there in california huh hold on that was horrible let's <laughs> no that was good that was that's that was pretty good hello everyone welcome to the show what show <laughs> it's the it yes we're having right. weather out here all right back to one okay All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fake Philosophers. With you today is Mitch and Mike. Hi. Yep, I'm Mitch. That's Mike. Um, yep. Welcome to our uh, New Year's Day episode. Hope you all had a mm-hmm. really good Christmas. We sure we uh, we definitely had a Christmas. How about you? We also. What, what was it? A bad one? No, it you was. Seems so was like fu- you're like it was a Christmas. It was fine. I I did I did two things that I had never done. On Christmas before. On Christmas Eve, I went to a candlelight service at church. And okay. then on Christmas and then on Christmas morning, I went to church again. It's pretty uh pretty crazy. I and then I we were we, we were leaving church the, the Christmas Eve and I'm with my, my wife and her parents and I said, uh, you know, yeah, that's uh that was the first candlelight service I've ever been to. Because, you know, it, even by my standard, I'm pretty you know, raised pretty religious, but Never been to a candlelight service, but I went to one, okay. and that was, you know, now I could say I did. But uh, Nice. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get anything cool for Christmas? Um, I got useful things. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, at that age now. It's like, so I'm not okay. even mad at it, but it, useful yeah. stuff. I, uh, the, 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 probably one of the coolest things I got was my wife got me a, uh, one of those, wall mounted um uh things where you put your uh it's gonna be whiskey but you put like a liquor bottle in it and it Mm -hmm. has the automated like the the thing where you push up a glass up into it and it pours a shot for you kind of thing okay yeah so like preloads a shot yeah 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 Yeah. so she got me one of those i love it it's pretty sweet um and then her parents got me a three-month subscription to xbox uh, uh game pass so nice i got game pass now Nice. Yeah, we'll have to link up on the Xbox. I keep forgetting that you have it now. What the fuck did yeah. I do? I downloaded Minecraft. First thing. I saw it on there, of and course. Minecraft was... It's on. It's on. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I got a, uh, a cleaver. Ooh, okay, yeah. Um, I got... I'm forgetting it. all the shit I got. Um, I got a... Uh, was I, it I, a... Not to, not to cut you off, but was it like no, a specific no. brand cleaver, or did you want one in general, or did you have your eye on one, or what? So no, I actually didn't even ask for one. Um, so when my 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 folks, my family comes over on Christmas Eve, we host Christmas Eve, and we usually do like a secret Santa oh, through yeah. uh, okay. Elfster. Have you heard of Elfster? I have not. It's like a Is website. The... Pretty. I think you might have mentioned it. Yeah, you pretty but... much go on yeah, there, but... and like it'll automatically jumble up your names and give you someone, and then uh, you pretty much can go through like Amazon, and I think there's a couple websites, and like make a wish list. Right. And so the only thing I put on there, because I, I really. Like I said, we're at that age. I don't really want shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> and when we so want I, shit, we just buy it for ourselves. Exactly. And so I, I was like, oh, might as well get, um, I call it, even though I wanted it, I call it the douchebag mic stand, the one that you hook to the table <laughs> and then it comes hanging in. Yeah. I yeah, kind of yeah. want one. I think it's a, it's a douchebag mic stand, but I could, I want one. And um, so I heard you the first time I heard you, my douchebag mic stand, I picked, I, I thought you said Mike. I thought you, Mike, like I want my douchebag oh. mic stand. So I'm picturing like. Uh, uh, an altar to Mike and you know with the, the sideways hat, hat pop collar yeah. yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, so I put that on my wish list. Um, that is the only thing on my wish list, and I was like, cool, I know what I'm gonna get. And then my mom <laughs> got me a cleaver. Oh no! <laughs> so I was like, all right, <laughs> cool. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's it's useful. Um, to cut meat and shit, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, and then my my love got me a um, a like a, a pepper grinder, but it's like uh, a blender version of a pepper grinder. So when I oh like an electric blender kind of thing. Yeah. So when I I uh, but it's specifically for spices. So when I dry peppers out and shit, I can use that to to grind them up into a powder. Definitely, you can. You can make some more of that hot sauce. The shit was bomb. I'm all yep. out of it. I have some more. I can send some. Um, I'll come. And pick then it I. Up. I, I yeah, I got something else too. I, I'm forgetting what what else she gave me. Yeah, my parents <laughs> sent me a, uh, a, a a sheet set for my new king size bed. Nice. Which uh, at first you're like, oh, they got you sheets, but at the 33 year old me was like, holy shit, sweet, we got a king size bed of nice sheets. I don't have to go out and buy that now, and it's awesome. And they're comfy and awesome. It's a, it's, uh, it's a utility. It's utility. Yeah. It's yeah, you know, uh, my wife asked, and I know we 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 talked in the last episode about um, Christmas lists, like stuff like that you want that you put on a Christmas list, and it kind of feels n- not personable, I guess, because mm-hmm. um, it reminded me of a of a <laughs> a scene that happened with me and my wife because I was I've been shopping um, a new axe for camping, my axe that I usually go camping with broke, so I've been shopping a new one, looking at brands and whatever. And so she, God bless her. She's like, you know, would that, would you like that for Christmas or whatever? And then my instantly, I'm like, I feel like a dick. Cause I was like, no, no, because in my mind, which I didn't verbalize, which would have saved a lot of problems is to me, it's a tool. And if it's a tool, it's something that I want specifically for me. I, I want I, this kind I, of, and I want to go make sure I get the right one. Exactly. And I know if someone I goes out and gets it for me, it'll probably be right if I tell them exactly what I want <laughs> and then it <laughs> kind of takes, like, the, it takes the, the personalization away. From yeah. Me. And I feel, and I like should have, it's so, I feel so shitty for saying it, but I'm like, I don't know. It's a tool and I want a specific tool for what I do and whatever. And you know, <laughs> no, I, I completely get that. Cause I, um, I, I may have, we may have talked about this on the show. I forgot, but, uh, for my wedding, um, this guy who I invited, who I, I know him through the bar, he does our games, like the pool table, the jukebox, and um, yeah, he your, looked at our your register- brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law, I saw him. No, 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 no. no I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no. So he's a really nice guy, and so he texts me one day, like asking when I'm going to be home because he's going to have something delivered from our registry. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to get you the Traeger, the smoker." So I just want to make sure you're there when it's delivered. And I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, I don't want to fuck it." I was like, "But I don't want a Traeger. I want a new smoker, but I don't want a Traeger." Oh and, shit! Because so Erica pretty much she knew I wanted a new smoker, so she put that on the registry without consulting me. Um, <laughs> that's not. I'm sorry. That that sounded condescending. It wasn't. No, no. Be. It was the it was the look away from the camera and the scratching your brow, like you know, kind of wince. I had that just, it, was, it was perfect um, timing. But no, yeah. On. But uh, so I told him I was like, oh, I don't actually don't. I don't want a Traeger because Traegers don't make um because the Traeger is kind of like a grill setup, yeah. whereas I like the door. I like having the oh, door. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And so he was like, I'll tell you what, I'll give you X amount of money, and then you just make sure you have to promise me you're gonna you're gonna buy a smoker. Oh, okay. I was like, cool. So that's what at the wedding he just gave cash, and then I actually showed him a receipt. I bought a smoker. <laughs> that's he didn't a ask, thank you note. He, he didn't ask for a receipt, but like I just showed him like a photo of it. Like I got it, like because he was like, you Perfect, better buy a yeah. fucking smoker, or not spend this on something else. That's funny. And I was so real tempted. We, uh, 
we're we're wanting to get a barbecue as well out here we don't have a barbecue yet so we're kind of like looking we're like okay maybe after the holidays things calm down when weather fucking cool you know stops being so freezing we'll get like a good barbecue or whatever so i've been looking at home depot whatever we have a home depot credit card so i'm like perfect we'll do get one at home depot and uh so about a month before christmas or whatever i had a relative email me or text or whatever and said uh do you guys have a big or small barbecue and I knew it was Christmas season, so I knew she was shopping for, you yeah. know, a gift idea kind of thing. And I was like, shit. Okay. Well, because this is a perfect example of, I know they're going to send me something. I don't know. So the way I worded it was, uh, I forget, but it was something along the lines of, you know, we haven't decided yet which one um, I want to get, but I've been shopping and looking for, and, you know, hopefully going to decide on what I want to get eventually. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tried to shut that down the most polite I could. No, I got you. But anyway, the, the point of that story was just like how you're talking about with your tool. It's mm-hmm. like, I want my hand on the wheel. Don't get me that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that completely. Get me fun stuff. Like, you know, I, I always joke. It started as a joke, but now it's a very real thing. When my par- when my parents or family ask, you know, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, honestly, get me like a handle of wild turkey. That'd be, I'd be happy as shit. And they're like, ah, you're so silly. You know, we're not going to get you that. Come on. What do you really want? I'm like, not for real. That'd be. I'm being 100% serious right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm simple, man. That's all I want. No, that's gross. That's alcohol. Yeah, that's right. Let's all pretend we don't drink. Let's, uh, yeah. I I will say this might be a fun topic. The the weirdest gift I've gotten. Ooh. Not this year. Um, because I'm I'm at that, I think we've talked about it before. Like, I'm at that point where, like, I don't expect anyone to give me anything. Me and my wife will give each other, I think the last five years, like, we've got, we get each other like two or three gifts each. Uh-huh. Uh, we might do a secret Santa or a, um, what's the fucking thing? The white elephant. We might do like that kind of shit with friends. Right. But yeah. generally, and I get shit for my nieces and nephews, but generally speaking, I'm not going out shopping for everyone. Like I'm not doing yeah. that shit anymore. I, I um, might have to, I might have to start doing that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, a couple years though, but a couple years ago, I, it was just a weird gift. So um, my mom was dating this guy. Not the guy she's with now, but she was dating this one guy who was already a fucking weirdo. I could talk about him later. Um, <laughs> and so he comes up to me and Erica. Hi, just, Mike's mom. Thank you for listening. <laughs> no, she knows the story, too. She knows exactly where I'm going with this. If I mean, listening. I'm sure she was there. but <laughs> yeah, um, So we had, it was Christmas at um, my sister's house. So, like, um, my brother-in-law, all of his family was there. All my family was there. Like, it was a big, big uh, event. And so all the other awkward shit he did aside... Uh, I want some point he comes up to me and he's like, he has this bag and he's like, Hey man, he's like, I went by this, the store I always stop at in some city. And he's like, I saw this and I thought of you and I'm hearing like glass kind of clinking. Oh wow. And I was like, Oh, maybe he got me some beer or like maybe some whiskey, like some bottles. Like he said, he thought of me and Erica. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, thank you so much. And then like he walked away and I got Erica. I was like, Hey, like you got us this. And we opened it up and it's a bag of, um, like waffle batter or pancake batter and a gla- two um bottles of it was a, a maple syrup and a strawberry syrup okay. and i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, like i really thought of you bro <laughs> and, and it, yeah and i was like well it was one of those things like he's already kind of an, a weird awkward guy and then he said i thought of you I thought of you and Erica. And so when people say I thought of you and Erica, I think, because you know us, like beer, some yeah. sort of booze, something, 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 something nerdy. Some, yeah, nerdy or 
or streaming television or something. Yeah, it, just, it was just, and I was like, what the fuck? Waffles? What the fuck are you, what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and it's not insane to him because, like, he meant well. Yeah. And then what made it weirder was, like, later, I was talking to my sister, one of my sisters, and I was like, yeah, he, he got me fucking waffle batter and syrup. And she's like, that's what he got us. Ah, so okay. not only did he get us this thing, he got everyone it and then told us he thought of us. Yeah, that's smart, man. He was, did the he did the on the way over pulled over to a. It uh, wasn't you know, smart though, because we all knew. <laughs> you don't think we're gonna find out that what I everyone mean, else got? Horrible idea, but an excellent execution. You know, he tra- he did his best with what he had. You know, it's. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. If, I'm I'm sure there were out there like strange gifts that I got, and I'm not talking about you know. You know, uh, uh, business Christmas parties where you all played privileged elephant or whatever, but you know, like where family members will send you a crazy gift. I, 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 eh, I'm sure they're out there, but yeah. yeah we could, when I think of weird gifts, that was uh, like besides gag gifts, that was the first one that came to mind. Was just like, really, man? That's pretty. Yeah, really. Like, yeah. like if no, you just they're... got me, even if it was Bud Light, at least you thought of beer. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> you're you're like halfway there. It's I'd be irritated, but at least like you're. It's kind of like remember in, uh you you've seen Iron Man. I know you're catching up on the Marvel yep. stuff where he gets Pepper the strawberries. Yes, and she's, and she's like allergic I'm allergic to strawberries. to strawberries, and he's like, yeah. but at least there's a connection there. Yeah, like yeah, there was yeah, a connection. Yeah. <laughs> at least the Bud Light would have made sense, but all right. Anyway, hope everyone um, had a good Christmas, and then um, moving on. Unless you have something else on Christmas. Um, I don't think so, but if it comes right. to me, I'll, I'll mention well, it. This is, we're going to get a little heavy. I want to bring this up. Um, go for it. And I'm going to try to keep politics out of it. Oh, shit. So these things happen like more often than they should. And I feel like it might be a uniquely American problem and I'm tired of them happening. It, it's horrible. You're, to you're see talking. Them. Hold on. You're talking. I, you're talking about the, the fight at the Waffle House. You ruined the joke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined the joke but thank you you want to go back and take it again <laughs> no uh, i was gonna say i know you too well i know this build up i'm like he's not going anywhere with <laughs> no no because one specifically how many videos have we seen of people fucking around with waffle house staff <laughs> and finding out the fuck around yeah. and find out how many times? Do not fuck with Waffle House staff. These people have, have seen too much. Are you able to, side note, are you able to put like video overlays on this? Like, can you can. like cut away and put a clip in, you know? I could put it in like while we're, I, I could edit it in, yeah. Because um, this video is fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> so it went viral. So I'm not sure if you actually saw the when it went viral. Because I know I sent it to you before we started. Yeah, like 10 minutes ago, yeah. Yeah, but it went viral a few days ago, the Waffle House fight video. And the reason why it went viral, aside from just being another fight in a Waffle House where the staff whoops ass, is the the white chick who just, like, palms the chair and throws it to the ground. Do you, do you watch you watch the whole thing, right? Yes, I did, yeah. Where, like, they threw the chair at her and she just fucking knocked it out of the air. Like, nothing. I, I, I do feel bad for killing the joke, by the way. That like It's fine. It probably <laughs> would have landed anyway. I'm sorry, that was <laughs> Um 
But no, like what got me is that yeah. But what got me more was when the 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 person of the the lady of color was like coming at her with the chair and like she was like bring quick, it. There's a quick pan to seeing the chick behind the bar, and she puts her hands up and does the come hither, you know, mm-hmm. come on, bring it kind of thing. I was like, oh shit, don't even try Dude, it. And she tried it. That white bitch was not fucking around. <laughs> when, because I think I read a little bit of the backstory that I think they, um, I'm not sure it was because they were rude or whatever, but the, uh, the, the, the staff wasn't going to serve those women because they were being right. rude or something. Because at the beginning of the video, I think you hear one of the staff members say, like, no, like, Get out of here. Like, we're not served. I forgot what she says. Oh, okay. She okay. says something at the beginning, and that's what sets them off. Now, the video you sent had the commentary afterwards, and in that commentary, he said that apparently it started because an employee told those uh, group of women that they had to go or they're not going to be served anymore, and they had to leave. And, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's where it's – yeah, exactly. And then – so, yeah, and I, I love I, – I respect the shit out of that white chick because <laughs> – she one. I, I'll, I'm not afraid. I don't think it's controversial. Like those women were ghetto as fuck. Yeah. Um, race aside, they were ghetto as fuck. And you have this little white chick who's apparently seen some shit because she was yeah. not backing down. I think because when yeah. they were approaching the counter, they were kind of doing the threatening thing, and she picked up that coffee pot. Oh shit! <laughs> did, yeah, I think it was a coffee pot, and she was like, "Fuck off!" And the the the, the chick was kind of something like, "I dare you," or you know, like, "Do it." And so she yeah. chucked that, I think it was a coffee pot, and it shattered. And that's when those bitches were jumping up on the counter. And, and that white chick was just like, let's go. Yeah. yeah and when yeah. that woman fell, she just went over there and started wailing on her. The Oh, man. The best thing, too, about the whole thing is the dude videotaping it is like oh, yeah, he's telling, <laughs> telling the customers who are instigating, I'm assuming instigating all this shit, um, He's telling, actively telling the customers, like, no, stop. You're going to get fucked up. You're going to go to prison. Like, first of all, the, the Waffle House employees are going to fuck you up. And then you're going to go to jail. So it's just... Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what was funny was, so when I was trying to find the full clip, because the clip that went viral was mainly that chair throw where oh. she, she blocks it. That's what went viral. Because oh, that, okay. as soon as, if I, if I was a customer, if I was pissed off and I saw that, I'd be like, I'm not fucking with this bitch. Yep. Bye. Yep. Because I couldn't no, but- catch a chair like that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but so when I was trying to find the full video on YouTube, what, what was coming up a lot was more like news people covering the story. Uh huh. Yeah. And I found multiple clips of even the newscasters were like, how many people need to find out? You don't screw with Waffle House staff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, how, how no, many people this, need to find this out the hard way? Um, I have it on right now. mute in the background and it's just fucking awesome. Cause like there's, they're all behind the counter now. All the, all the customers are behind the counter and they're wailing. But this white bitch is sitting there. She's got a she's got someone behind her. She's got someone in front of her, and another person behind that person. And she's swinging, and she's not stopping. They okay. Look at the employee grab the white girl to hold her back. Oof. Oh, she dude that that white chick was not fucking around. <laughs> Got to get her on the show. I, I if we could find out her name, I would one hundred percent reach out and be like, hey, we need more views. Can we interview you? <laughs> <laughs> fuck of views i'd tell her like hey we're not gonna post it it'd just be fun to chat with you and have it for memory and then i'll post it later and then we'll post it without her permission i might actually look in to see if i could find her name so what what would you what would you ask her let's say she's in the show right now and what what would be like some of the things we would ask because i'd want to know first of all her whole like life story (laughs) where she came from and what tattoos she had 
um, you know, what substance was she addicted to and how has Waffle House helped her get over all that? How many cigarettes do you smoke a day? Um, oh, do, do, yeah. I'm betting. Do you happen to know what location or what even city state where this uh, Waffle I House could probably, was? I could probably look into it and find out. I'm sure. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet I could drive to it tonight. <laughs> I'm willing to bet. I'm not saying it's in North Carolina. I'm saying it's probably it's, near, like, it's it'll a, be a it's few hours. a few hours, yeah. It's a few hours, but I bet I can drive to it in one sitting. No, yeah, I bet. Uh, no, I would ask her, honestly, I'd be like, is this the first time? Oh, That would okay. be oh, my first okay. question. Because that, to me, even with all the experience of I've had bartending and getting involved in physical fights and all that stuff, uh-huh. like, the way how confident she was as soon as that started, where she's like, here we go. I'm and not, she was about know. it. I was. I would well, be like, this can't be the first time. There's even level. There's so many levels to all the things you just said. First of all, first time fighting at work. First time fighting. First time I, being. Like, I mean, first I'm time not- fighting on the clock and a customer's. You fight a customer. Shit. Okay. Yeah. That specifically then, is this the first time? I'd want like broad strokes of how many employee. How many times have you fought employees, fellow employees? How many <laughs> times have you been the customer and fucked up an employee? How many times were you just customers fighting customers? How, like, what's her it, restaurant fight history? I want your whole resume. Um, yeah. Yeah, because you're... Tale, it's funny tale that you say of that. the tape. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was... When I was trying to find the video, I found it was like full video Waffle House fight. And I clicked on it, and it was a different Waffle House fight. And it was two staff members behind the counter fighting each other. Shit. So okay, it wasn't yeah, even customers. See, okay. Yeah, there um, you go. Oh, yeah. I, agreed, would, I would definitely ask her, is this the first time, like, she's fought a customer on the clock? Because I don't think it is. Yeah. Um, I would want to get in her head the entire time. How that felt catching that fucking chair, because that was just awesome. She didn't um, feel a thing, man. She she was in she was in she was, she was in, in the zone. zone. Yeah. Um I would I would honestly compare stories with her about granted, I've never been wailing on a customer like that, but I've gotten involved in altercations and shit. That would be awesome to talk to her, actually. I'm actually Do you really think... curious about finding her. <laughs> See, I'll go back to the conspiracy we touched on in a previous episode. Do you think it's Waffle House that is leaking this video? These videos, the Waffle House fights. Because I tell you what, I have never been to a Waffle House. Um, I I went to a Waffle House before they got this reputation. Okay, see, when I've I never was been younger, to one. yeah, when I was younger, um, there was a Waffle House in an, um, Alabama where we'd go when I visited my grandparents. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and it, it was before this reputation. I feel like this reputation was like the last five to ten years. Where Waffle See, House just went upside down. and I, So I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. And today I had to drive all the way down to near Charlotte, uh, which is about a three-hour drive. And I passed more Waffle Houses than McDonald's mm-hmm. just on that route. Now, that's not every day, but there are a lot of Waffle Houses down here. And I've never been to one. I'm like, eh, you know, sweets. I'm not the biggest. Swe- I love sweets, but I'm not the biggest sweets fan. I'd rather have something savory than sweet. Waffles are fine. I prefer pancakes. You know, we get into all the personal details and whatever. But never been to a Waffle House. Never really had a desire to go to a Waffle House. Maybe chicken and waffles. That sounds crazy. Well, to address that, too, I think they do chicken and waffles. But everyone I've talked to about Waffle House don't really care about the waffles. Like, I've heard things about their hash browns. Um, So there is a lot. I mean, granted, I'm sure their waffles are good. But I've heard more things about their savory items than actually their sweet items. Oh, okay. But, you know, having said all that, because of these videos, I might go to a Waffle House. I'm kind of curious What's now. going on? It's... Well, and that's what's funny about it is, like, you really can 
just go go to YouTube and put Waffle House fight, and you'll have a a whole <laughs> list of fights that happened at a Waffle House. <laughs> Waffle House is the Florida guy of restaurants. Yeah, there was one. I think I think it was a a, a chick to where like the video starts. And she's filming. I think it's a customer jumped over the counter, and and they're fighting the cook or the oh, person, shit. and they're yeah. they're going at it. And then she switches the camera to the back camera, and oh. she's just sitting there, and her and her friend are just eating their food, like, hmm, all right, <laughs> that's happening. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I, I, I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that, like the muted version on a, on a on a reel or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like that's normal. That's Waffle House that's culture, so baby. Funny. That's so funny. <laughs> See, maybe that's my problem. Like all my life, I'm like, you know, it'd be kind of fun to like be in a fight. Never been in an actual fight. But I've never been to a Waffle House. Maybe that's the correlation. That's Maybe the if I go to Waffle House, I'll finally, yeah. And but that was crazy. What was the other? Uh, you said uh, uh, interviewing this chick. Life story. What you know? Is it her first time? There's something else he said that was like cracking me up, but I don't remember. But you're just funny. You crack me up. Thank you. And I was gonna use this this whole thing to to try to to bring something up. So. And we may have talked about this before, maybe off air or on air, I don't know. But if I'm anywhere, Waffle House, any restaurant or bar, uh-huh. I have a respect for the authority. Like, they're not the cops or the government or anything, but, like, I have a respect of, like, this is your house. No yeah, pun intended t- with the Waffle House. You're talking about a hierarchy. In any kind of situation, there's usually a hierarchy, and you tend to respect that, whatever it might be. Well, just, yeah, like, this is your house. If I if I literally go to your place and you have a uh-huh. rule... um. I either respect the rule or I'll just leave. Um, that sounds fair. So I've never understood. I mean, I, I guess I kind of, I've seen really shitty people when I've worked, but like that kind of <laughs> thing. If someone told me like, Hey, we're not serving you. Get the fuck out of here. I'd be like, well, my, my job is done here. Cause I'm not going to get served. <laughs> like, why would I even stay? Yeah. And I think that uh, I, I, don't, I forgot if we talked about it here, but like if I got 86 from a bar, even if I was yeah. a regular or whatever, if I got 86 from a bar, uh-huh. And I went in. And I was like, "Oh, hey, can I get a beer?" They're like, "No, we're not. Like, you're 86. You're you're done here. You're not being served here again." Yeah. Of course, I'd be upset, and of course, I'd I'd want to know why. But at the end of the day, these people don't want to fucking serve me. I don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, yeah. If the the the, the staff doesn't want me there, so uh-huh. why I wouldn't even argue a case. I mean, I would I would probably ask like, "Why am I 86? Is there a misunderstanding?" And if it was a misunderstanding, I would address it. But at the end of the day, if the staff as a whole don't want to serve me anymore, for whatever reason, yeah. I don't want to go there anymore because I'm not welcome. Oh, yeah. I'm not, even, I'm not even going to try to convince them to change their minds. They don't mm. like me anymore. Mm. I'm not, I don't want to be there. It's like being in a relationship. Can you imagine if your wife tomorrow said, oh, hey, Mitch, by the way, yeah, I don't love you, but I'm just in this marriage because I feel bad for you and I know you love me. <laughs> I don't know about you. If my wife told me that, I'd be like, immediate divorce. Like, why? It's like, all right, we're done here. Like, like, yeah, I love you and I want to be with you. But if you don't want to be with me, I yeah, I just, I'm not going to do it. So now going That's back funny. to the restaurant. Yeah. As you were, as you were talking about that, sitting at a restaurant, realizing you don't want to, you're you, you, wanting to be where you are not wanted. And you're kind of like, you kind of have that sense of entitlement. Like you should want me. I want to be here. But as you were talking about that, I wrote down relationships because how often you know does that happen where one gives up and the other one just either accepts it and like okay then we're done here but sadly i think i see more often people fighting for their right to be in that relationship even though the other one doesn't want to be there 
Yeah, and but I remember too, like uh, I had an ex-girlfriend. I think I was 19, she was 18. This was years ago. To where when she broke up with me. So I long was, ago. So long ago. But when she broke up with me, I kind of said like, are you sure? Like maybe we could try harder. And she's like, well, if you really want to, we could stick it out and try. And that's in my mm. head. I was like, no. No. Never mind. No. And I accepted it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, yeah, I want to yeah. be with you. But like, if you're saying like, well, I guess we could try. I was like. Yeah, no. it's done. That's when I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not done. fighting for this. But that's going back to the restaurant thing. I, I feel it's the same thing. Like, even if I've never been there before and I walked in, they're like, hey, get the fuck out of here. We don't like you. I'd be like, well, okay. Bye. Yeah. Job is done. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't need. So with the Waffle House thing, if mm-hmm. someone told me and my group of friends, we are not fucking serving you. <laughs> I, my first reaction, just being pragmatic is, well, we're not getting food here. So let's get somewhere yeah. else where we can get food. Uh-huh. My reaction would not be, I'm going to fight them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, true, like, like, <laughs> I'm going to fight them. Real life, I'm trying to think, like, real life, let's say I walk into a, not a fast food, let's, let's, let's up the stakes a little bit. Let's say you walk into a Chili's. I was actually thinking Chili's, too. <laughs> and you go, you're like, hey, you know, a table for one, please, I'm eating by myself. And, uh. I, you know, and the, ser- the host says, uh, you know, no, you know, fuck out of here. We're not, you know, you're we not serve tables here. for one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, no, you, you, you good looking white man. Fuck out of here. Right. Um, I'd, I like, truthfully, I'd be like, all right, is the manager around and be like, fuck you and fuck the manager. You're out of here. Goodbye. I'd be like, all right. And I walk out into the parking lot and try to call the store and try to call the manager, I guess. And be like, Hey, what's, uh, what's going on? <laughs> what's your policy here? <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, I'm, am I missing something? Did I do something? But well, then, so if no. they were like, "No," go on. But yeah, then, then if they were like, "No, no, get fuck out of here," like, all right, I'd probably post a bad Yelp review and be on my way. <laughs> sure. And and my thing is like, I would in those situations, I would be curious because like, I think you might know this about me. Like, even if I don't, I I, I just want to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm not I'm not gonna sit in that situation. I'm not gonna sit down. I will leave calmly. But can you explain to me why? Even mm. if it doesn't make sense. I just want to know why you are asking me to leave. Yeah. Now, if they're like, it doesn't fucking matter. We don't want to serve you. I'd be like, all right, well, bye. Um, <laughs> but I, I would want, I'd want to know why. Like I said, in the bar, the bar example, like if I got 86, especially if I was a regular there, I would want to know why just for my own. Mm. So it's not le- like lingering in my mind. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I wouldn't just want to fight them. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it's, I don't know what's worse. The fact that Waffle House has a reputation for their employees kicking shit back or the fact that Waffle House customers have a reputation for starting shit. Yeah, it's both. I mean, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, so I actually, when, when I saw that video and we we're like, oh, we have to talk about it on the episode, I was kind of just talking about customers in general. And I had a couple of examples of just weird shit customers have done. Uh, for instance, Hmm. Uh, we had this happened a couple weeks ago, um, and it, it made me laugh. I wasn't even mad about it. I, I'm sure he probably went and left a bad review somewhere. <laughs> but so my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, um, and I run it, and so he sends me a text. I think it was a group text to me and the manager with a screenshot of a guy who posted on Instagram in his stories and tagged our bar. Oh, okay. Um, because then the bar the bar gets notified. So he saw it and he, he screenshot it and sent it to us. And he's like, hey, we don't even. So this guy took a screenshot or a photo at the bar top holding like a can of Coors Light. And we don't sell cans of Coors Light. 
Oh, okay. I think you have mentioned this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there was like one or two of them, and um, and so he's like, <laughs> who who is this guy? Like, who let him in? And so I text the bartender, and she's like, yeah, we I already caught him. Security asked him to leave. And I was like, all right, cool. So then he posts again, hmm. tagging the, the the bar again, and he's in his car and he's like, yo, like, fucking bar asked me to leave because I brought my own drinks in and I didn't even do that shit. So fucking dumb. And so I went and I, I, I went to his profile and I uh-huh. recorded the video literally of him posting a photo of a drink we don't sell. Yeah. And so yeah. I record the whole thing because I thought it was hilarious. I didn't. I, I was tempted to message him, <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to message him. I'm just going to record it. So in case this escalates, I have proof. Yeah. And sure enough, with like 10 minutes, he deleted the photo of uh, the beer he had. And I was like, oh, this dumb motherfucker. Like he knew he fucked up and now he's just mad. And anyway, that happened. And I was like, you, you got tossed for a legitimate reason, said you didn't yeah. do it, and then deleted the evidence as if we didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, did he throw a chair first or did one of the bartenders or what, what happened? He there? threw a chair at the security <laughs> from his car. <laughs> um, he drove the car into the, the building. It's one thing I will say about your bar is that the security guards there were always pretty. I, I don't want to fight that guy. Yeah. Kind of, kind of type, but I don't know if that's a good reputation. No, I'd say it's a pretty good reputation to have. Cause I felt safe. <laughs> I'd walk in there and be like, Oh shit goes yeah, down. Our, our guys now, like they look pretty casual. Like they're pretty nice. We have a pretty, uh, I call it kind of a low confrontation policy to where it's like, Oh yeah. If, if there's an issue, you, you're not loud about it. You're quiet about it. Right. Right. And so, um, no, but you're the guys that always, I, that I noticed were always there. We're always like those, uh, you know, the vibe you get from like the former special ops veteran mm-hmm. kind of guys, the big yeah. motherfuckers that, but are like, you know, float like a butterfly, but will turn you inside out in a minute. Kind of, kind of mm-hmm. thing. We'll shake your hand, smile, give you a hug, but then they'll choke yeah. you. If they need yeah. To. And like console you. It's like, no, bro, you don't need to fight, whatever. And then, you know, paired that with the other, I think I went to the bar. I think one of the, like your latter years of when you were still bartending and it was closing. And me, I think me and Eddie were there and, uh, 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 a scuffle had had started in the parking lot or something like that. Like some guys had getting into it and you, I think I can't remember if you literally jumped over the bar or you might've just ran around it, but you like bolted to get out to the parking lot to whatever, what was happening. Cause so you can cool shit. I've never seen you more mad as, as that night when you were knowing that someone was fighting cause it just pissed you off. I don't know if it was just like a, like a, no, no not, not here. God damn it. I'm going to fucking kill both of them. Kind of thing. <laughs> well, yeah, and in this this actually this is a good evolution to uh, another topic. But um, no, yeah, because the fighting at a bar thing to me, I know like growing up watching, you watch movies, you see shows that like, oh, it's a bar, fights happen, this and that. And Road maybe house. it's because, <laughs> yeah, Roadhouse. Um, and maybe it's just the proximity that I've had to the the industry. Because um, I've been told when I'm like, I don't understand this. People are like, yeah, but you grew up in that industry, so of course you're you come from a different point of view. Mm. Um. I just think fighting at a bar is one of the dumbest fucking things you can do. I, I just, or at a restaurant, I guess Waffle House. Um, that's what that Family Guy needs to do. That now instead of Roadhouse, be Waffle House. Waffle House. <laughs> That'd be a awesome, pa- dude. A pair. We should shoot it. A parody yeah. of the Roadhouse movie, but it's at a yeah. Waffle House. So they oh hire a guy God. to be a cook there, a cooler cook. Oh my God. To, to toughen up all the cooks and fight all these people and clean the Waffle House up. 
we're making we, it. Should we, we stop? Should we stop talking about it and like delete yeah, the last? We're done. Five we're done right because there. that's we're a fucking. Right Boom. I'm not, I'm just saying like a short film. It doesn't need to be feature like, but just a short film about the cooler that goes and and it can, trains the. It could be one scene. It could be one scene where yeah yeah the, yeah. You seen the movie where he's like telling the bouncers like the rules? Yes. Yes. That yes. scene. That's it. That's you, all we need. Look, if they're fucking pissed off, give them the fucking whipped cream. You give them the whipped cream, they calm down. But be nice. <laughs> Right, I know you enough. want to throw that chair. Enough of want... that. Enough of All that. Right, yeah. So no one we'll, steals we'll, it. Okay. We'll brainstorm on that later. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? Because I got really excited about that. Uh, bar um, fighting. Stupid. Yeah. Bar so fighting. I just think it's dumb as fuck. Because like, when and, and granted, I do. I grew up with guys. I think we've talked about it in previous episodes. But like, they like to fight. They they would go to parties in high school to fight people. Uh-huh. So I understand there's people like that. Yeah. But to for me, like. And, I think the only time I, as a customer, got almost got into a legitimate bar fight hmm. was because I was literally agreeing with the guy. <laughs> okay. I was drunk. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I was. I was drunk. at I was at the the bar that's named after a famous mobster movie. Got it. Um, yeah. as we used to go there, and so this is when I smoked, and I was on the patio smoking a cigarette, and um, I. And this is where I'm, I don't, I forgot why I, how I pissed this guy off. I'm not sure if I stepped on his shoe. Hmm. I grabbed his woman's ass. I didn't do that. I'm kidding. But I, I don't know what I did. I forgot why this guy was so fucking mad at me. Uh-huh. And he was doing this shit like, I'll beat the fuck out of you. And I was like, please don't. <laughs> please. Not tonight. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I could, like, I'll beat the fuck out of you. You want to fuck with me? And I was like, I'm not fucking with you. I believe you. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> and I was being sincere because I this guy would trash me, like he would yeah. he would have he would have fucked me up, and I was like, yeah, like no, we're good. I believe you. And he's like, yeah, because I, I I'll do it too. And I was like, please don't. I believe you. And he's like, okay, because I'll fuck you up. And I was like, I agree. Don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he I think he thought I was like mocking him. So he eventually did step forward and he grabbed me by the collar of my shirt. Oh shit! Thank God, a uh, big security guard that worked there who likes me. Yeah already spotted this happening so as soon as the guy grabbed me he just grabbed the guy and moved him away mm-hmm. and i think he eventually got, got tossed out because i think he started um bad mouthing him too but so that's go. the closest i've ever gotten to a legit bar fight woof um because to me if i'm trying to have a good time yeah that's the antithesis unless like you are someone who likes to fight and ruin people's nights then that's yeah. your thing but that's why i've just never I think it's just stupid. That's why, yeah, when a fight breaks out at the bar, when I was working there as a bartender, it is the anger is half like now I have to deal with this, hmm. and half like why are you so fucking dumb? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think to speak to that, there's that that element of humanity that you know there's, there's a a guy I listened to on the radio. He always said that. Um, uh, money doesn't buy happiness. You know, he never bought into that whole philosophy. His philosophy is that money is an exclamation point. Money will make you more of what you already are. If you're generally unhappy, money will make you more unhappy. If you got your life figured out, you think, and you're pretty happy, money will help you, you know, kind of kind of thing. In I'd agree to an extent. Yeah. The, the kind of dark twin of that being alcohol um, and vino veritas, as they say, and it, I've always believed that alcohol is just the great barrier breaker. It kind of, you know, you start speaking your real mind and your real self kind of comes out. So I never bought into that, you know, you can't blame me because I was drunk kind of thing. It's like, well, there's a lot of 
your real self in your drunk self and it's kind of unhinged and i mean you know me i've always believed that your real self is a terrible terrible thing and it's (laughs) no one should ever no one should ever give in to their whims and what they want because that's a terrible fucking thing anyway that's a side note no, no, alcohol kind of we've we've all sat at bars where we've chatted with this person next to us and they were cool and they were awesome and as the night wore on they got more fucked up and because i'm thinking of this one time when i was still living in bishop there was this guy we were watching football i'm at the bar and this guy that sat next to me we like struck it up he was like on a sales call or whatever he was just blowing through town so he spent the night in bishop and you know went to the local bar i'm a local and we're like kind of like chatting for the night cool guy you know, you know, he's a salesman. So he's like, nice guy, kind of, you know, clean cut, whatever. And as the night wore on, we're starting getting the beers in. I'm walking home. So I'm like, fuck it. You know, let's just whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, I buy him some rounds. He buys me some rounds. And so by like, you know, as we're getting to midnight, Friday night, midnight, we're pretty lit, pretty lit. I'm happy as shit. Cause anytime I've been drunk, I've just been way too happy and, you know, confident. And, you know, I walk around Mike's hot tub with my pants off and shit. Um, <laughs> but, and that hot tub was not on, but anyway, but this guy, and I know this always kind of stuck with me. Cause it's like, it bothered me initially. And then the more it, uh, it, I kind of came to realize that it's like, it bothers me. I need to understand why it bothers me. This guy, we had nothing but good terms the whole night. But as this guy drank more, he became increasingly kind of just unhappy and aggravated and kind of wanting to, you know, instigate conflict and kind of, it's just like, where did that come from? What did we do? And it ended, the night ended with he and like, you know, him screaming in my face and, you know, kind of like about some topic and he was all worked up about something was probably political and he's talking. It it wasn't you. It was his own issue, but he was at this point yelling at you about this issue. Yeah. right exactly yes yes and i'm like sitting there doing the same thing like yeah bro i hear you i hear you right that's crazy yeah, bro <laughs> yeah it's fucking crazy and i don't i'm not retaining a fucking thing because i'm like all i'm thinking about is oh my god can i feel my feet right now i don't know and and then i suddenly felt this sharp pain in my side and realized that he had slugged me he like he like like snuck in a hook and like got me in the ribs with it my instant reflex was to throw an elbow and knock him the fuck out. But like at this, in this instant, I was like, holy shit, did he just slug me in the chest? And I look at him and he looks back at me and, and we have, we lock eyes and I'm like, what the hell was that? And I re- and I realized looking at him, he doesn't know what that was either. He just swung. He was just in the heat of the moment and so, sw- and he just swung and I'm like, all right. Was it like a legit, a legit punch or was it kind of like, oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about and kind of, yeah, no, no, it was a legit, like when he was worked up and here's something in front of him and he just took a swing and I was like, oh shit. And I look at the bartender who I've been there before and he locks eyes with me and we know, you know, it's that moment. It's like, this guy's, this guy's done. Like he's kind of, you got cut him off, get him out, whatever. And he ended up like leaving and punching a like life size cutout of the most interesting man in the world or something on his way out the back door and the bartender, like you, chased after him, like, to make sure that like, he don't come back kind of thing. Like, what the sure. fuck? Not in my bar kind of thing. Blew my mind. Stuck with me for years. Even in my drunken haze, that stuck with me. Well, I think it's kind of back with what you were talking about. So just quick example. For me, for instance, what I've realized about myself when I'm drinking, whatever mood I was in when I started drinking yeah, is what is going to, it's just going to be enhanced. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. So, so I'll I'll admit, and it's a heavier topic. Like you know, I think I said before, like I suffer from some forms of depression and anxiety. Sure. So if I'm in yeah. a fucking bad mood, 
even if on the surface, like let's say I'm in a, I'm in that, that dark space in my brain and me and you are hanging out, even on the surface, if I'm smiling and, and having a good conversation with you, if you fast forward 10 beers in, my yeah. head's still in that dark space. And so I'm, I'm oh, guessing with this guy, yeah, with this guy, he probably, even though you're having a good conversation, he was probably going through some shit. Oh, oh, 100%. No, and that's and what so, I came to realize. Yeah, so then as he started drinking, that that facade of happiness was going away and going back to where he really was. That's kind right. of what I was getting from that story. Is that he oh, had this time, on his yeah. mind the entire time. Yeah. And then it wasn't until there was a moment where he was drunk and he's like, well, you know, the fucking liberals, or whatever he said. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. I just remember it being like a, one of those nothing talks, one of those nothing political talks. Like, can you yeah. believe that these hippies want the minimum wage raised and whatever kind of, you know, well, and then, when I was growing up, we worked for, you know, one of those talks, but... And that's one of those conversations, I've even as a bartender and as a customer where like someone tries to bring up a conversation and even if I agree with them, I'm like, not the time, man. Yeah. That's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, religion, politics, and then some people say philosophy, but I actually like drunken philosoph- uh, philosophical conversations, but definitely politics case, and religion. Case, you don't case talk about point, what you're right? doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, dare I say, I hate when people get into sports arguments, uh, when they're <laughs> drinking. It's Sport so cards. fucking intolerable. Sports arguments to me are dumb. That's coming from the Broncos fan who just lost 51 to six or something on Christmas day or some shit. Oh, yeah. that Fucking, was, that was oh no, 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 it was like 51 to 14. They did that, score. It was, one like, it was rough. I didn't even no, watch it and I felt it. Anyway. But more specifically, and I, I've said this before, probably, I don't know, but I remember like these people get all worked up and they're like, they start yelling at each other at the bar. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Who, who cares? Mm. I think the example I gave once was like when, when Kobe was still alive, this guy started, like, they started yelling at each other about the, the Lakers to where, like, they almost started shoving each other. And I was like, yo, hmm. Kobe's not going to write you a thank you card. Shut the fuck up and yeah, sit right, down. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Like, like you're getting worked up about shit that doesn't matter. They don't so, care. Do you have, because I can think of one comes to mind, and I, I'm sure there are more if I thought more about it, but um, friends or drinking friends, you know, that you go out and party with who you know if they drink too much, they're going to get this way. Um, yes. Specifically, if they drink too much, they're going to get angry and there's probably going to be a fight. Not like a fist fight, but like a verbal altercation and the girlfriend's going to go home crying. And yeah. I, there are, I, I'm blessed now that the people I associate myself with are not those people. The same. Yeah. But um, there was a time. Yeah, absolutely. I know people are, I'm like, I'm not going drinking with them. Yeah, but no, yeah, um, it's. I I think I kind of to bring it back to that guy in the bar. It's like I wonder if he was just one of those guys that like, yeah. They, they later in the night if they if they don't watch how much they're getting, they get angry, and it's like, oh god, he's angry again. There he goes. Yeah, you know what? And I've had regulars uh, when I was bartending who I really liked, who I had issues with because they would you know get six seven beers in, and all of a sudden there's a problem. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, the next time I'd see them, I'd have a frank talk like, Hey, I'm serving you right now, but I'm letting you know right now. Like if you get to that point again, like you're the fucking done. Yeah. Like it, it, it sucks. And that's like, for me, I, I generally, like I said, if I'm in a dark place and I just be honest, I've been in dark places when I'm drinking and it's probably not healthy. Um, but generally speaking, like, like you said, I I agree with you, um, that I, I believe it enhances who you are. Um, Mm. And so having having grown up in the industry, there's been nights where I'm what's the phrase three sheets to the wind, whatever the fuck. Um, but somehow, 
Is it three sheets of the wind? I've no, I'm sorry. I'm blinking over here. I don't know if I, I've heard that phrase before. I'm sorry. Six she- <laughs> I'm out of some, some sheets to the wind. I don't know. I was really drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I was at a bar with a friend and somehow I'm not saying I was perfect, but I threw up. No, not a drop of throw up hit the ground. Wow. I made it to the restroom right, in time. I, I got it. in go? the Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, and it's just cause it's respect. You made it to the bathroom. I made it to the bathroom. Granted, okay. the first the first hall was in the urinal because that was that was the closest thing. It was either the yeah, floor yeah. or the urinal. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But then I made it to the toilet after that. That's um, a good bragging point, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Even being completely hammered, I've never been inappropriate to women. Good for you. Um, I mean, unless like it was someone I was seeing, but you know that's fine. Um, yeah. But but so, <laughs> but so um. Yeah, it's, that's why like I'd agree with that that the alcohol just enhances who you are or brings out the real you. Mm-hmm. And there was a story online where it was like, this is how I knew I was gonna marry my boyfriend. That I guess the boyfriend <laughs> came home like super late, super hammered. Yeah. Okay. Did you just read this or no? Did you? Should... I I might have, but go ahead. It was it was, just a, it was like kind of a funny anecdote. Probably didn't happen, but it, it it kind of shows the point that he was super hammered, and so she was like trying to help him get into bed, and he was like, "Get the fuck off of me! Get the fuck off of me!" And she's like, I'm helping you undress. Shut up. And he's like, I have a girlfriend. Get the fuck off yeah, of me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she was like, that's when I knew I wanted to marry him. Yeah. Because even drunk as fuck, he was like, I have a girlfriend. Get the fuck off me. Yeah. It's like, so that that guy's a good guy. Yeah, he was yeah. hammered. <laughs> and he still was like, get the fuck off me. Granted, for I the wrong it. reason. That was obviously his girlfriend. But um, oh, I love it. Yeah, I just like, so taking it back to the Waffle House. I just don't understand what people think they're going to gain from that, except for an ego boost, I guess. Yeah, I guess. it's it, it. Well, I was going to touch on the point of the the customer sure. entitlement kind of thing. This this crazy notion that somehow we have a right to these products and these services that we pay for. The most recent and glaring example of that was during COVID and the mask rules, where all these crazy, you know, I mean. No, yeah, they were crazy. I'll say it. They were crazy. Like, you know, the people that, you know, were denied access to Home Depot because they weren't wearing a mask and they flipped the fuck out. And meanwhile, during that whole shutdown, I remember thinking, you know, it's uh, it's Home Depot. They don't want you to wear a mask. Then you can fuck off somewhere else. Go to Ace Hardware or wherever, you know, but it's yeah. their store. So that's their rules and whatever. Um so we see it a lot and it's not like, it's not just Waffle House. It's kind of, I think just people in general and I don't know where it started. I've been trying to think of like how that came about where we get this idea that we have a right to the Waffle House. We have a right to Home Depot. Yeah, I think, I think there's been, um, I'm gonna try to find the right words without being too, <laughs> um, uh, take I another think... shot. <laughs> hey, no, I think, um, drink while you think. There you go. I think part of it, it's kind of like, and, and this is going to touch on politics and I don't mean it to be, but it's kind of like it's been an issue recently where a lot of people, when they get uh, thrown in Facebook jail or if their their tweet on Twitter gets gets marked and taken down because of terms of service, they say it's a violation of my freedom of speech without understanding that those are private businesses. They have right. terms, of, uh, terms of service, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think with taking that and going to restaurants and uh, the waffle house and the home depot i think people since they're just like out in public they assume that these rights you know america and their rights 
mm-hmm. that, that that applies to this. They don't understand yeah. that, like, Home Depot, you could disagree with the mask shit, but if Home Depot, yeah. like I said earlier, that's the, that's their house, that's their rule. Um, if Home Depot required you to say the Pledge of Allegiance before you walk through the door, right? if you don't want to do that, go to Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> Lowe's is better anyway. No, no, but yeah, I think I've made the comparison during one of our earliest episodes talking about the mask mandates of if I went into a Jewish deli and they said, yo, to come in, you need to wear something to cover up the top back of your head, uh, be it a yarmulke or something you got to cover, you got to cover. Yeah. Um, I personally, I would cover it up and get myself some deli, but yeah. you know, if, and if people don't like it, they can fuck off down to subway or yeah. wherever, but no, this is completely hypothetical, but it's something sure. that it's like, you know, you have no right to any of these stores. You don't have right to other people's services. Um, here's a, oh, we'll get, we'll touch on political. Here's another question. Do you think it's in the same boat as um, that, uh, that couple in Colorado, that the, the, the gay couple that was getting married and they asked that baker to make a, to make a cake for their, for mm-hmm. their wedding. And the baker was like, you know, um, I appreciate it, but no. I'm not doing it for a gay wedding. And here, meanwhile, here's these other bakers that I'd recommend. And then they went, came back and sued him for discrimination. Um, yeah, I think it's an interesting conversation. And I think every radio host and podcast ever has talked about that case. <laughs> so we might as well too. To me, that fall, in my opinion, that falls under the, you know, being entitled to a service that they don't have a right to, but they feel like they have a right to it. So they, they sued him for it. But yeah. So, so that one, that, there's layers to that one. And big let's, time. Oh, big time. Everyone yeah. else talked about it. We might as well talk about it, too. Because it's not just that case. That that whole thing gets brought up. Excuse me. That concept gets brought up a lot. Yeah. So there is the law. Like, for instance, in California, we, we can fire anybody for really any reason. Except for if it's something like that has to do with prejudice or, um, you know, there's, there's laws that protect people. Like, if, if I said I'm firing you because we don't have room for you on the schedule anymore. Right. Then it's fine. I guess fire you'd be like, you know what? Yeah, we're firing you because you're not gonna get your job. Bye. Mm. But if I said I'm firing you because you're gay, now it's a discriminatory case. Right. So with the baker, one, he fucked up by telling him the truth. Right. <laughs> um he could have just said, I don't want to serve you. It's my right to refuse service. Why? I don't want to. That's all I'm saying. Mm. So he fucked up by being honest. <laughs> if I'm being if I'm being honest, he fucked up by being honest. But there is another layer to it to where so he did fuck up by saying, by pretty much being discriminatory and admitting it. But there is a layer to it where if I'm the gay couple and this guy doesn't want to bake my cake, kind of like we went back to the relationship thing, then I don't want him to. Hmm. So uh, there is also something in the U.S., because I've experienced this with my business, where people like to sue just because they might oh, get yeah. money. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So same thing. We, we talked about the restaurants, relationships, everything. If it's not a mutual thing, like if I was a gay couple, or so I married I married a Jew. So granted, Eddie Sorry. was our, <laughs> I know, um, Eddie was our officiant. But if I went to officiant and I was like, I want you to marry us, and he's like, Well, you're not religious and she's Jewish. I'm not doing it because mm-hmm. I don't like that. I'd be like, Right, yeah. thank you for letting me know. Fuck yourself. Yeah. I'll find someone else. Right. Yeah. So that that is kind of I think in the same boat to where yeah the guy the baker fucked up by saying. By being honest. But as the gay couple, if you will, if we're in their shoes, I, I now don't want you to. Right. Well, it, here's something to think about. 
the baker refusing to bake a cake for a wedding made national news. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a pastor or a priest refusing to officiate a gay couple? Yes. In the in national news, has it made national news? I mean, I'm sure you've heard of it, but yes, the, no, yeah, there was a case. Um, I want to say it was in the Northeast. This was back when like gay marriage was still like now it's like universally legal. This is when it was still kind of on, in the debate stage, to where this one church. I want to say Boston, but I'm not sure. I think it was in the Northeast somewhere. This one church that they refused to uh, marry a gay couple. Okay. And the reason why it got to national news was so. A lot of people, you know how things get like, which with all the nonsense, but so pretty much what happened was this church was, um, I might get my wording wrong. I apologize. Was benefiting because they had space that they allowed the public to use. Like they had to deal with the city and they had benefits by letting people use the space. Like if a church had a gym and they just let people come in off the streets and use the gym. It becomes a, a becomes a public it's a, benefit yeah. or whatever, like a park or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they got benefits. I'm not sure if it was like financial benefits, but they got benefits from the city or the county or whatever because they allowed their space to be used publicly, which a lot of churches do. Yeah. And so the space in question where this couple wanted to be married was in the church um, and they wanted to rent the space. And so the church said, because of our religious beliefs, we don't want you to use it when we don't want to marry you here. Oh, and the, that okay. that's what where it came from was then the city pretty much was like, you have that's a public space you have to treat it as a right. public space and so oh, that's it interesting made, okay yeah so it made the national news because that that was a very unique situation and then a lot yeah. of people thought um a lot of the people at the church and, and religious people thought the church was being persecuted for their beliefs right. when in reality it was more based on we have an agreement little, with this public a space. little bit more complicated than that okay yeah. well that i mean in that kind of situation that's a little bit different than this but that's i just remember that one making more... that was the big one that made the news okay yeah that's um, actually a pretty interesting story and that's a that's a court case to be had because there's a good conversation to be had there <laughs> sure because <laughs> no, i thought it was super like, interesting yeah if we're open to everyone well not everyone everyone but you know kind of mm. thing but versus you know but no you mentioned your wedding and that'd be a great like kind of point because i'd i'd stop and think if i were a priest how stern would I be in my religion? And let's mm-hmm. say, you know, and if I answer, cause like, for instance, I have a, 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 one of my best friends, his dad was in seminary for a while. And I learned a lot about Catholic rules and not just like the religious part of yeah. it, but just yeah. like, Oh my God. I mean, I know I'm like beating a dead horse here, but turns out Catholics have a lot of rules, but even about their <laughs> ceremonies and their, their whole, you know, the Dude, weddings and the the holy shit i've been to a catholic wedding i've like been to a, real... a semi i've been to a semi-catholic wedding i and thought i was, I was all excited i was all excited because i thought it was going to be a real catholic wedding and then they told me after the fact it's like that was semi i was like god damn it all right well i gotta go to a, you know well i went to a real one and let me tell you yeah it was much i went to a real catholic funeral and jesus christ <laughs> um <laughs> anyway i derailed Ooh. you go on uh, no, you're, you're derailing my thinking out loud. You're, you're fine. But you know, I'm thinking about like, no, it's like, cause I'd be like, okay, well here I see a, a wedding in my opinion, you know, or my beliefs, not even my opinions, more of my beliefs, a marriage being something that is very biblically based. And so be like, that'd be a conversation I'd want to have with you and Eric as, or uh, uh, your wife. I didn't say her name, but uh, the, <laughs> I said, of like, everyone, I said of, her name now. That's yeah, fine. 
Oh, okay. But of your, what you guys believe marriage to be, what your wedding to be and kind of thing. And, you know, get into all that. So I won't give you an answer right now, but that'd be like a whole kind of thing I'd get into. But you know if what? like, no, go, go ahead. On. No, go on. No, go on. I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt your train of thought. I know no, what I'm I forgot already what I was going to say. <laughs> Did you really? I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, go ahead. No, you're fine. What I was going to say is I think that's fair. So for for instance, let's say, um, and I'm, I'm not saying this is you, but someone in general, a religious person who um, is, you know, ordained to, to conduct weddings and shit. Um, if a gay couple went to them, went to him, her, her, or her, and they pretty much, the, 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 or, the person who's ordained, the possible officiant said straight from the beginning, like, listen, before you consider me, Here's what I'm about and yeah. outlined like the religious beliefs, this, this, and this, blah, blah, blah. So before you consider me, consider all of this. So instead of saying you're, t- you're a gay couple and I don't want to marry you. Right. Yeah. You, you could just kind of no. say, these are my beliefs before you consider right. me, consider this. Exactly. I, I think, think that's like, fair. As you're, as you're saying that, I think that kind of put words to what I was feeling is that it's not that I'd be like, I'd be more like, okay, this is what I see marriage to be. What do you see marriage to be? And if we were that different about it, I'd be like, I don't know if I'm the best person for the job. I think you want someone more who, who sees, sure who values marriage the same way you do kind of thing. So it's like, not even that I'm like, no, I'm not doing it because I don't agree because yours is not legitimate. Fuck It's that. just not, it's it's just like, not a no, good match. Yeah. Right. It's just like, no, I mean, I think we both have different looks on life in general and values in general. So you should have someone more in line with what you believe. So it's that kind of. And you know what? To, to I just remember this right now. This So I'm technically ordained. I've been ordained for like 15 years. I've not conducted one wedding, but I'm ordained. Good. Awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah. I remember, though, I think it was in my mid to upper 20s. There A couple I knew, they were getting married and they said, they're like, you're ordained, right? And I was like, yeah, like, would you want to do it like perform our marriage and i was like it was, oh, it was people at the bar it was people at the bar yeah. but i was like yeah sure that might be fun like do you need a bartender too that'd be kind of a funny bit but then in talking to them <laughs> right i think that'd be fun that, that's what actually that, i almost wanted to package it to where not only am i marrying you i'm serving you i thought that'd be great that'd be a funny bit that's so funny yeah um but no but i, I remember at one point we actually were having a serious conversation about it to where i met with mm-hmm. them um before yeah. a shift of mine and what, what came out was pretty much like, and this, I want to say that this is not supposed to be insulting anyone, but what they said was like, we want a very traditional Christian wedding. Okay. And yeah. and I'm not against that, but I, I told them, I was like, just so you're aware, I'm not religious. And right. may, may, kind of like what we said, I was like, listen, like, I'll do it for you if you want, but like coming from right. my point yeah. of view, I'm, my, I'm, I'm probably not the guy because right. like, I'm not religious. Like I do you do you, but like, that's not what I am about. That's where I'd want to be fun. We, we, we'd agree, but that's where we disagree is like, let's say a Jewish couple comes up to me and says, we want you to do, we want you to do our wedding. I'd be like, um, here's the thing. I, we have different outlooks on life in general and religion in general and marriage in general. So I don't think I'd be a good fit. I wouldn't in good conscious conscience be able to give you the best wedding. I feel you deserve. So I can't do it. Because we're different. It's not, I'm, 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 and you know, you had mentioned, I'll do it for you if you want, but I'm like, no, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. And that's, okay I think that's just me, me like not liking the confrontations. I'm like, I'll do it for you. But, um, <laughs> but no, but I, we had that discussion. And I was like, cause when I, when I got ordained, it was kind of like our wedding. I mean, uh, Eddie took the Jewish thing very seriously, but so we got cool. Eddie cause we knew it would be silly and we were, we wanted a fun <laughs> wedding. Yeah, yeah. So it worked. But if but they did in this conversation I had with this couple, they said a very traditional 
Christian mm. wedding. Mm. And that's when I told them, I was like, look, like when I got ordained, like I imagined doing funny ceremonies, bring like comedy to it, kind of, you know, like that's how being, I imagined doing it. And this being might... upstage with Elvis and shit. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but no, but so I just told them that I was like, and I'm, I'm also not religious. And kind of like what you said, I didn't outright deny it like or decline it. But I was like, I think you should get someone who is religious and, and, mm-hmm. and has done this and, and believes the same things as you because yes, I'm not yeah. that guy and I don't want to cheapen it. I think that's why I said to right. him, I don't want to cheapen it. Right. And they were cool about it. Like they were like, oh, we get it. Cool. We, we actually had somebody in mind too anyway. And I was like, go with him. Yeah. So, um, so what is to bring it back? This is a huge jump. I know and it's probably not fair, but what is the difference between that and what, why is that what you just said, not religious persecution and the baker saying no. Now I did hear the bigger story things like I've, I, there's just rumors. So I can't say that it was true. So I don't even know if I should, well, he, I, yeah, I, remember, I heard somewhere, I heard somewhere that he said, you know, I can't do it for you. Call this other baker. They'll do it for you. But me personally, I can't do it because I just don't agree with this whole ceremony. Now, that is from my, you know, slanted, biased, conservative commentators that said that this baker did absolutely nothing wrong. And, you know, so I'm, I'm willing to take that with a grain of salt. But why is what you put forward as not religious persecution and what he said as being lifestyle persecution or homosex- uh, uh, homophobia? So I think, no, I think that's a good question. Um, and I think that di- that there's a difference so, because, and this is again, it's so dumb, and I, I can't believe this shit coming out of my mouth right now. Sad. It really depends on the wording, on how you go about it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Now, yeah. now, so hypothetically, the the Jewish couple, yeah, in this this hypothetical, they wanted you to do their wedding. If you straight up said, "I'm not going to do it because you're Jewish," uh huh. So religion, I believe, is a protected class. Um, I okay. think. Don't quote me. Um, so if someone did say like, "I'm not going to do that because you're Jewish." Then, then now you have you have stepped over the line of you being discriminatory. Ha- you have a you have a case. Doesn't mean you're not a dick, but you have a case. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So with me and this couple, I never declined them because they were Christian. I mm. just kind of convinced them that I'm not the guy <laughs> for the job. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so hypothetically, let's say this baker, and this is the way I. I, I've kind of learned how to be very diplomatic, especially dealing with fucking stupid drunks who want to yell at me about their tabs. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, so go for it. Of course, of course. <laughs> what he could have said was like, listen, I respect, even if some of this is bullshit, like he doesn't believe it. He could have said like, listen, I respect you guys. I, I don't want to insult you. Here are my religious beliefs and how I feel about homosexuality. Do you really want me to do your cake? Hmm. So never decline it. That's the thing like with yeah. that couple. I never declined it. I just kind of subtly convinced them maybe I'm not the guy. Right. If I was the baker, I would go take that approach where you don't decline it. You just say, "This I'll lay out my beliefs for you. Do you want me to be the guy who made your cake on your wedding day? Mm-hmm. And let them say no. For instance, and this is actually, it's different, but it's kind of the same. I may have said this before. I don't know. There's a guy who worked for us a year or two ago, <laughs> earlier this year. Where he was a good worker, but I started going to our walk-in cooler where we store all of our bottle beer and canned beer. And I started finding like empty white claws on the ground, like empty crushed. And I was like, the fuck? Fast forward, this bar back we hired, 
we found out was drinking on the job, like in excess. Wow. Like to where he'd go in there, he would he would like down it real quick, crush it, and drop it. Which is stupid. Wow. Like throw it away. Like you're leaving evidence. Anyway. <laughs> that's what blew my mind. I was like, you're leaving evidence. Like I'm finding them. We know. You're and, a bad alcoholic, dude. Yeah, and then at, at a at an employee meeting, we brought it up. And then so no more cans were in the walk-in, but then we started finding cans outside, like in this corner where no one goes. We ended up wow. finding out it was him. My brother-in-law talked to him. And uh, what's funny is we could actually, I could actually technically talk about it and say his name because we never fired him. My brother-in-law mentally judoed his ass to admitting it and then having oh. him quit voluntarily. Whoa. So legally, I could tell the story because we didn't fire him. You're not allowed to talk about how, why you fired someone. Oh, interesting. Didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, but okay. um, for legal reasons, like, you know, whatever. But yeah, since yeah, he quit, yeah. I could talk about it. Nice. Same kind of thing. <laughs> My brother-in-law mentally judoed his ass into wow. admitting what he did and then getting him to quit. Oh my god, that's awesome. So we were we were going to fire this guy 100%. Yeah. But he fucked like mind fucked him into admitting it, <laughs> confessing what he did and then quitting. Yeah. And so Grant that was a, a a bizarre example, but that that's how you go about if you are someone who has and I'm not, I'm, I'm sure. saying this lightly, a discriminatory, like discriminatory practice, whatever you go about it. Like with that couple, I didn't say, no, I'm not going to do it. Cause I'm not religious. Right. I no, convinced them that they, they have better options. No, I remember when the Colorado Baker came into, when it first broke and everyone was talking about it. And one of the, the talk show hosts I listened to, his name was, uh, Michael Medved. I think it was him. He's this conservative Jewish conservative, uh, talk show host based out of Seattle. Um, so even for a conservative, <laughs> Sorry. yeah. So even for a conservative, he he still is like kind of centralist, and that's why one of, he was one of my favorite guys to listen to. Um, but he he had a caller come in and say that's the same kind of thing. It's like why why didn't this baker just say some bullshit reason? Like why didn't he just say you know what I'm slammed, can't do it, sorry. Mm. And Medved's answer was so simple and but yet pierced me. It was he said yeah. A lot of people lie about a lot of things. This guy decided not to live his life that way. And I was like, fuck, you know, especially coming from someone. Uh, if you if you're religious and you do believe in an afterlife and believing that one day you're going to account for all the shit you did to stand there and say, you know, at least I did it honestly. You know, I didn't, you know, lie about sure. who I was. And that to me, it's like, holy shit. I don't know if I have that, that much respect for myself that I can do that yet. Maybe one day, but <laughs> it made me kind of like, okay, I see it from that point of view. And it's like, who's going to take that away from him? But yeah. The gay couple who sued him. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, fucking, yeah and they lost, but oh, what? All right. <laughs> did they? I, I, I forgot, but. Um, I mean, the dude, the dude, the baker was ruined from, you know, lawyers oh, and, you know, his, and what, what's you know, the, the and phrase, the, um, even though he, lo he, even though he won the case a year, the court, the court of less, public opinion, the court of public opinion already fried. Him. No, no, no. Yeah. Even though he won legally in less than a year, another gay couple came and sued him again. And oh. that happened about three or four times. Last I checked on that. And, day. and with respect to the gay community, it was probably targeted. They knew he was going to risk like decline of course. him. And, yeah. yeah. And if I were the guy, if I were the baker's lawyer, all I'd have to do is like, look, uh, this isn't the only baker. You could just argue intent. Like, you know, at that you point, I would start, say like, you could probably have an argument that's a frivolous lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, poor guy. <laughs> but yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's a good conversation to have. 
because there's points to be made on both sides. What's the no, difference I, between? I 100% agree. I, at the end of the day, for me, and granted, like you said, hindsight's 2020. In that Baker's case, you just need to know the nuance and know how to be mm. diplomatic. Um, mm, yeah. Especially in this yeah. day and age. And granted, that was like fucking 10 years ago, right? Um, or more. Yeah, that was a while ago, yeah. But but it's, so then, even now, like being knowing how to be diplomatic, to where yeah. it's kind of so. This is kind of a random example, but I remember John Stewart when he was still on the Daily Show. Hmm. He was talking about Black Lives Matter versus supports for police officers, and he said he's like, you could still be pro cop and support police officers, while still saying that there are bad cops who are killing people unnecessarily. There's a right. middle ground. There is there is middle grounds, right? And so yeah. with with that with that guy, the Baker. Saying, telling them outright, I don't agree with your lifestyle, so I can't do it. That is a, a legal line to be crossed. Mm-hmm. Or you can talk to them and be like, these are my beliefs. I, re- I respect you. I don't agree with your, maybe not say that I don't agree with your lifestyle because that's how we got in trouble. But say like, <laughs> but here are my beliefs. Here are my beliefs. Are you right. sure you want me to be the guy? Right. Yeah. And kind of judo fuck them into, you know. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, so I, point of view. yeah, and I just got, I just got married and, um, I can't imagine, like, I'm trying to think, like, if I went to a baker who was a known white supremacist, but he made really good cakes. <laughs> yeah. He made really good cakes. I wouldn't want <laughs> to know the cake that we ate. You know what I'm saying? The cake that we ate on my wedding day was made yeah. by, by, by fucking Chef KKK. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, was, uh, was the wedding ring, did it have a blood diamond in it? <laughs> right. You know, no, ex- exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So, like... That's where, like, if I was the baker, I would I would approach it in that degree. Like, do, are you sure you want me to do it, right. knowing this is how I feel? Because, of, of course, they're going to be like, no, like, we don't want to eat our cake knowing that uh, that this person See, made it. I'm not going to I'm not going to pretend I know what the 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 gay couple was going through, what they were thinking or what experience they had. All I know is. When we were preparing for our wedding, we fired the bakery we had and got a new one um because they were gay it no no they just didn't answer our calls we didn't go sue them because they were not answering us back so it's kind of like if you're getting ready for a wedding and then decided to stop everything to sue this guy well there's it that kind of seemed yeah it seems interesting to me and th- again i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna pretend i know what their situation is but from the outside looking in, it, it, the optics don't look good for the gay couple because it just kind of seems like they picked a fight. And and, and that and that that particular case, um, and, and that's the one that made headlines. But I'm sure it happens all the time. It's it's kind of it's interesting because I actually you know I, I I'm all about gay rights, pro gay marriage, pro all that. But at the same time, like I 100 percent, based on my experiences, hate frivolous lawsuits. Hmm. And yeah, so that yeah. that's the, that's a thing where we we said before two things can be right. I can a hundred percent think, and I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect the religious beliefs, but a hundred percent not like that baker for making right, that yeah. choice. I a hundred percent think he's in the wrong. Yeah, but I can also a hundred percent think that that lawsuit was dumb as fuck. It was um, more of what Medved had talked about because I, I apparently was listening to a lot of him at at that time. Sure, but he had talked about it's the job of the community to punish this person, not the government. It's the, if the community says, you know, that's fucked up that he won't serve a gay couple, let's just not go to that bakery anymore. It's, it's the free market. That is the best judgment of a, of a, of a business's character. Sure. Um, 
but I mean, I agree with that. So, but <laughs> well, no, and and you made a point. So let's say that that so that happened. And instead of doing a lawsuit, they wrote a um a letter to the editor, or they right right y- Yelp Yelp gives me headaches, but they they wrote a Yelp review, right? Um, and they said this place is homophobic. They don't they won't serve gay couples. They don't make cakes for blah 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 blah. And as you said, as much as I fucking hate Yelp, people read that shit. They do. Um, the letter to the editor. They'll publish yeah. it. People will read it. The next thing you know, this place is fucking closing six months later because people are like, fuck this place. No, it's it's hard to argue how I would react to a hypothetical situation. But if sure. this were never a, a legal matter, if this were purely a social media hype, a news report hype, um, it just broke the news that this baker is completely homophobic and he hates gays. Um, he voted for Trump. He's the devil. <laughs> Come to find out, he out. just didn't. Yeah, he come to find out, he just didn't want to make a cake for a wedding, and then the war was fought on Twitter or or the news or whatever. That to me, I'd have no problem with because I'd stop listening and turn it off. But the fact that sure. it became a legal matter and it was in the courts, that's why it kind of stuck with me. It's like, oh shit, okay. Well, that and that's where um, but that and that's why it was a legal issue because there are protected classes, right. whether or not you agree yeah. that there are protected classes. So that if you do, right. like I said, the California thing. Um, this is actually a true story. We were, we, I, this is years ago, we interviewed someone who for, I think a cook position, I forgot. And they were great. However, they were Mormon and they couldn't work Sundays. Gotcha. And, yeah. and we specifically were looking for a cook that could cook breakfast on Sundays. Yeah. So yeah. what we said, cause we liked the person, but we couldn't hire them for the job. Because they couldn't, so we didn't say we're 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 not hiring you because you're Mormon, right, right? We said we're hiring. We can't hire you because you can't work Sunday. Yeah. So that's that's the the nuance. Um, See that that to me seems like y- you got off easy there. <laughs> it's kind of yet a legitimate kind of thing. But, but but no, and, and granted, that's it's not always that that you know clean cut. But but that was the difference. Is like in this case, we don't give a fuck if you're Mormon, but you just can't work right. Sunday, and we need someone right. to work Sunday. And that's where there's always ways around it. Unfortunately, on my side, I've I've seen kind of a lot of dirty shit where like you can get around a lot of shit as long as you word it cor- mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. And so with the baker, like and and you know, religious beliefs aside, he, he just needed a better way to be diplomatic about it. And it um, it sucks for him because if if you le- like firmly believe in something, it it. it I, I don't know. It it's crazy because if he firmly believed in something, whether protected or not fucked up or not i mean is that whose job is it to punish someone for something they firmly believe yeah and even that, and if that's, society deems it evil and that that's where philosophically i kind of argue with myself because like i said i i, I don't like the homophobic nature of it but also right. i don't like the lawsuit and i think like i would actually agree with you i think they should have just went told their story to the public and let the public decide how this this business is you know if, if they well, go there let me, let me let me let me try this and we can we cannot address if this is an unfair comparison so i'm just i'm just trying to kind of flip it to the other side sure uh your bar your bar does private parties yes what if a a religiously white supremacist group wanted to rent out the bar for a like a white pride anti-zion anti uh uh people of color you know party 
and they wanted to host it at your bar. And it was a religious based kind of hate because there is those kind of groups. And they went to your bar and you're like, you know what? I don't, I hate everything that you stand for. I can't in good conscience do it. Now, you don't may, maybe not say it in those words, but you say, but look, you do private parties. They have a history of showing that you do private parties. Um, what would you, what would you do in that situation? Cause I'd be like, you know what? Fuck them. And he has a right to refuse service. So, so this actually came up recently, not with us. Um, but I heard a story about something similar. It was to, the Chiefs fans, right? And you're like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I can't, no. I can't, I can't allow Chiefs fans in here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Football fans are a protected class. No, um, I forgot where it was, but there was a story to where it was like a restaurant, and I believe this group made reservations. Okay. Um, and I forgot the name of the group. I, maybe I could find the story and I, I could follow up or post it or something so that people are no, I'm not just making this up. But there, this group made reservations or something. And it was like an official group. It's like, make the reservations for this organization. And this restaurant did lean liberal, apparently. Okay. And then upon looking at that that group, that organization, was an organization that did do a lot of like anti-gay shit, anti-trans shit, whatever. And so they they told them, I forgot if it was the day over, they called them ahead of time and said, you know what, we're not going to hold that reservation because we don't agree with your views. And they try mm-hmm. to say religious persecution. What ended up coming out was... Um, excuse me. <clears throat> and this is what I would say to them if they wanted to do private parties in my place. I don't care about your religion. I don't support your views on these things. Sorry. Because having a view on something is not a protected class. Um, so we're not even talking about the, even if they say my view is based on my religion, I would say, I don't care about your religion. I care about the view. So legally okay. I could refuse them that party based on their views and my disagreement with their views. Okay. Um, but if I did say like, granted, I wouldn't say it, but if I was like, yeah, I'm going to decline this because of your Christian views on homosexuality, then it's like, okay, there it is. That's the religion. Hmm. Um, but that, 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 as soon as you started talking that hypothetical, I was like, oh wait, this happened recently. Somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So that's the difference is that it's not, I'm not declining them based on their religion. I'm declining them based on, um, their the actual view. For instance, let's say you're, you're part of some weird fucking religion that likes murder, that murder is okay, and and you come to, and you, you make th- that you know you try to make that reservation, get that private party booked, and I'm like I'm not going to book you because you like murder. Yeah. And they're like, so you don't like my religion? And I was like, I've never heard of your religion. All I know <laughs> is that you people like murder. So, yeah, I mean, the government does have classifications for religion, though, and whether the government acknowledges it as a religion, that was the whole Christian science issue, is that what separates a cult yeah. from a religion, because the government doesn't protect cults. Um, but if, well, I mean, okay, well, you know, that kind of, I mean, I'm sure some fucked up sect of Christianity can find some reason why the Christians should hate jews and blacks and all that kind of stuff and go but you know sure it's a crazy hypothetical but be it'd be kind of weird to to bring up but i mean then back to the baker i'm interested why no one brought up this this point he was saying you know i can't do your your wedding because of my religious preference and they're like hey he's persecuting us because we are gay why did no one come back and say hey they are suing him because he's christian because he's making this religious point so I understand your point. Um, there's always two two points to be made. Uh, 
example. I always make my points through examples. When yeah, you yeah, get yeah. into a car accident, uh-huh. there's always whose fault is it really, and whose fault yeah. is it on paper. Okay. For instance, I remember I got into a, a small fender bender years ago. I was trying to do a U-turn. It turned into a three-point turn, you know? And yeah. by doing that, a, a girl who was going the speed limit, driving, um, hit her brakes and ended up hitting me. Oh, okay. Now, in real life, my fault. I shouldn't have tried to okay. make that U-turn. I couldn't do it. It turned into a three-point turn. She hit me because I fucked up. But on okay. paper, she hit me. Okay. So on paper, it was her fault. I'm not a piece of shit. It worked out fine. Anyway, so going back to it, <laughs> I, I understand your point as far as like, so now they are suing me based on my religious belief. But hmm. like I said with the other group on paper, it's not about your religious belief. It's that you said you're not going to serve us based on our lifestyle. And that is true. I'm kind of like rethinking what I said because it's not uh... – yeah, but you could have your religious beliefs, but this is a business and this is a public business and it's acknowledged by the government business and the business ha- and the government has rules about the business that's conducted in the country. And that's sure. kind of uh, the whole point. Because even because even yeah, let's say anyway. let's take the baker, let's take the religion out of it. Yeah, there are atheists who are homophobic. Yeah. Um, who are really homophobic because they just think it just doesn't homophobic. Like, gay people don't contribute to the population because they can't reproduce. Like there's, <laughs> I've met atheists who are like super homophobic. It's actually really interesting. Anyway. Um, so that baker could be atheist and homophobic. And so if he doesn't want to serve this couple because they're gay religion out okay, of it, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's just that he has this view and he stated clearly, this is why he's not serving them. Okay. So that would be the difference so, with the religion, like being religiously persecuted for it is that it's not about the religion. It's about the view. Oh, okay. Well, Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's very conflicting for me because my, my default is to always defend the first amendment people's beliefs and what, what they believe and why they believe it and have the freedom to say it. But then again, I go and yeah, but we have a rule of law here. We have rules that apply to business. Um, no monopolies. Uh, you know, you can't, (laughs) you can't persecute, you know, based on race. Um, things like that. And, and then, but then there's another part of me. It's like, you know what, what if we, what if there are, there were no rules as far as persecution and all that. And we let the free market just dictate. It's like, Hey, this guy's a racist. Um, he doesn't sell to blacks. Let's not go to that business anymore. You know what? I kind of, I go back and forth with that too, because I remember I was joking around with someone. I was like, you know what? I think instead of having this same thing, protected classes, I think uh-huh. every business should have a sign on their front door saying, their rules and their policies on who they serve and who they don't serve and let yeah. the free market work it out. Cause if I walked up to a building and it said like, we don't serve blacks or Muslims or something, I'd be like, Oh, fuck this place. Right. And I go somewhere else. But I remember I read an article about that, that there's, there would still be problematic points to it to where it would almost like divide people more because you get hypothetically white supremacists who are like, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're yeah. like, Oh my God, like you want to eat here. They don't serve yeah. Jewish people. And he's like, good. And you're like, Whoa, like, so like, I remember I read a paper like to where that in theory is good, but then in, uh. in, in practicality, it would actually be really horrible because then like people yeah. are going to get in fights and there's going to be crimes. And then going back to it though, you have to remember first amendment protects your freedom of speech, not freedom of consequence. Yes. 100%. Or I'm sorry, not freedom of consequence, but, but yeah, you're not free of consequence. Um, right. So I, I could say um, out loud, fuck black people. 
But that doesn't stop someone from punching me in the face because I said that's it. our episode title right there. But fuck black people. <laughs> <laughs> that no, don't get any a, clicks. Well, here's another like kind of weird thing to think about because you think about um, the 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 civil rights movement and the um, shit. What was it called? The discrimination, like you know, uh, colored drinking faucets and white drinking faucets. What sure. are those uh, those fucking laws called? Jim Crow. Um, Jim Crow. Crow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Jim Crow. Um, we think about today, and it's me looking through my modern lens of sure. you know not growing up in a discriminating society. When I say, like, yeah, do we really need these government laws anymore? Because if those gov- if those discrimination laws went away, I'm pretty sure the population today would be like, hey, this guy's racist. Fuck that guy. Let's go somewhere else. Um, so I, I ask myself, okay, is the people of America this enlightened and this progressive because we got there on our own or because the laws were in place? Would we have gotten to this enlightened kind of place on our own if the government never put the discrimination laws in place? You see what I'm saying? I see what you mean. Um, I don't know. I, I'd like to think. I'd like to think so. Um, or is it like labor unions where there once was a place for them when bosses were taking advantage of people, and now they've kind of overstayed their welcome? Now it's kind of like, okay, we 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 got it now. Um, we don't need unions anymore because the Teamsters are just a fucking racket at this point. I know um, you love unions. Your 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 local two o twos. And moving on versus well, the dis- discrimination laws, where it's like, yeah, no, we had it, needed it, we needed that, and now it's like, okay, well, we as a society have matured and we've gotten better. I don't know if we need it anymore. I think, I think it's a mixed bag. I I would agree. Uh-huh. And let, we're going a little long, so let's make. One of one of us, the last point, pretty soon. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> I would say only because I'm like I haven't eaten dinner yet. Oh my god. Um, oh shit. Uh, it's fine. I barely eat. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's a mixed bag because I think that that yes, there's a a large portion of the country that if discriminatory discriminatory laws were off the books, nothing would really change. Like I think it was Ron Paul who made um, a point during a debate years ago when he ran for president. Rand Rand Paul. No, no, Ron Paul. Ron Paul, his oh, father. Different Paul. Thank you. I, I believe it's I believe it's his <laughs> father. Um, he ran for Republican, uh, the nomination for president. He didn't make it, obviously. But he made a point during a debate because he wanted to legalize all drugs. And they're like, that's a very not Republican point of view. And he said to the crowd, he's like, if we legalize drugs tomorrow, how many people in this crowd would do drugs? And no one said, like, no. And he's like, yeah, yeah. so what's the point? Huh. Going into that. So I think there's, there'd be a population of in the country where if we took these laws off the books, nothing would really change. Right. Sure. But, and this is where it's anecdotal. So I, and I haven't read studies, but anecdotally, I know people that if those laws were off the books, they would change as in like yeah. the way they behave. Same. Yeah. And so yeah. that's where like, I, I, I agree that, I mean, same as that. I know people, not that I would. <laughs> no, I get, I get, I get. I, I understood. I understood. For the viewers, okay, yeah. good clarification. I understood. Thank you. Um, but no, but so that's where like I understand your point, and I think it's a very optimistic one. But like knowing who yeah. I know, like there, yeah. knowing who I know, and then expanding that to the general population, there's like, a fair amount of people who would suddenly start getting really. Uh, 
Yeah. Really yeah. discriminatory. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a thought I've never had before. And I honestly was just coming up with it as we were talking. But that idea of are we more progressive and accepting as a society because we got there on our own or because the government made us so. And now we're at the point where we're like, no, that that was fucked up how we are. And we see that now. I think um, it's I think it's a little bit of both because I think the maybe, government yeah maybe because the government does react to the people and especially during the civil rights movement there was a lot of action mm. going on where the government had mm-hmm. to respond to it yeah so maybe we wouldn't get to where we are now without that government involvement but it was the people making the government do it yeah and then my you know bring it all everything means nothing point of view is that well the government is really just a reflection of us so whatever <laughs> to a point to a point um <laughs> anyway I mean, I'll, 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 I think I'll, I can finish it up there. I think I made, you know. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, shot. look, if you take anything away from this episode, don't just, fight just at a Waffle House. Don't fight at a Waffle House and fuck black people, because. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know what? I was, was just so rad. I was listening to, I think it was last one of the weeks where I said like that. If we made that the title, without yeah, context, yeah. we definitely just get yeah huge controversy. <laughs> But the point was but, made, so now hey, I'm kind of well, you know, kind of curious if I should do that or not. I I would vote not to, but I, I probably fine. won't. I'm 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 not that I'm not that brave. Not that brave. Not I'm not that, I'm not not that brave anyway. to make a point. Not that not, not that curious. Once we're Joe Rogan famous, then we can start doing that. But yeah. maybe maybe or yeah. Kanye famous. Kanye famous. All right, we've anyway, prattled on yeah, long enough. We've prattled on long enough. That's a good conversation. Interesting. interesting. Good conversation. So. Good philosophical conversation, Mitch. You know what? We're getting back to our philosophical roots. We're going to touch exactly. those roots, man. And fuck black people. <laughs>